Alright guys, uh, welcome back to Crossing Swords, and it's a happy new year from me, but as always, I'm Andrew. And I'm pleased to be able to say that it is no longer 2020, we are <laughs> well, done yay! with 2020, however, 2021 has not started brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I feel like? we should be listening to at the moment have you seen south park the movie big game yeah yeah people are dying i feel like that's what's yes, going on yeah. it's not really a good start <laughs> we sort of had a really tentative first couple of days it was like okay it's not too bad not Did too bad dipping our toes in things it's manageable it might be all it's manageable right. <laughs> And then, like halfway through the first week, it was like, "Bang! Here we go. We're off. What can we do? Let's let's kill a bunch of Brits. Let's take down the whole US system. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just tear the world apart. Let's fucking go nuts." Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I really don't understand what happened in the US last night. I know there were some protests going on. Um, I do. But I, I, when I say I don't understand, I don't understand how people are that thick. Well, this is the thing. So I said to you last night, like, whenever I watch anything like that, it reminds me just how dumb some people are in the world, like how many idiots there are in this world. And the thing about Trump is the danger of him talking about things. And so we'll sort of briefly sum up what happened in a minute for those of you that had your head in a rock or whatever. But his followers aren't followers. They're fanatics. They're extremists. You know, if someone you or I followed said something like we're not going to let the other side take away democracy that's what they're trying to do and we won't let it happen we'll fight for it um we'd go in a pub and we'd go yeah it's a bloody joke that they're trying to take away our democracy in it says it's, it's an absolute con and we'd sit and we'd stall and we get angry these guys go straight to their gun cabinets jump in the back of their pickup trucks and decide to start storming buildings <laughs> the, the thing is as I said to you last night, I sort of, I have a lack of sympathy now for people being misinformed or completely uninformed, because all the information's at our fingertips, and I just don't understand even how stupid people go from listening to Trump saying, I didn't lose this election, but he did, and then go, well, the only option here is this go storm the Capitol. I just, I, I, <laughs> I don't know how well, to in, in it the kind of the build-up was that they were meeting in the Capitol building to certify the election results. Yeah. To finally say, look, it's over. Your lawyers had a good go. They did the best they could with absolutely nothing. But it's done. We're going to just say that Biden's won and he can come in in a couple of weeks. And Trump, like, even on the morning of the rally, uh, of the protests, literally did a speech outside the front of Capitol building saying, we're not going to let the left wing... Democrats take away our democracy. That's what they're trying to do. We're not going to let that. We're going to fight for it. And he sort of tweeted and encouraged everyone in the in the days building up to it for everyone to turn up and protest. Yeah, he said, turn up and protest. Don't let it happen. But you know, you have to understand. And it's interesting. I actually watched a video of a Trump supporter, and he's like proper Trump supporter. And he said, and Donald Trump was like, you know, when he tweeted about let's have peace, please, and let's look after our. Uh, men and women in blue that are serving Capitol Hill. Mm. And this guy was like, Trump can't be that dumb. He said, Trump must have known. He said, he, you know, when he stands there and yells at us, us people, and he's telling us that our democracy is being taken away, he must have known. He, he knew what was going to happen. 
and it's like this is coming. That's a kind of like semi self aware Trump supporter. Yeah, I, I guess so. I think like look, he definitely has a a certain level of responsibility towards it, but for people to take to violence is a different thing. And I know he was saying, don't let them take your democracy. And it's probably one of the main things on this planet that can inspire people to aggression. But I don't know, in a world that, or in a country, I suppose, in America that has as much as they do to instantly go to violence, I find quite concerning. And I can't quite wrap my head around it. They haven't instantly gone to violence. I mean, you know, what's happened is Trump's tried to fight it legally at every turn, and quite understandably, because he's got no evidence, he's been shut down. And what he's come out and he's saying is that, you know, the system doesn't work, it's trying to shut us out, they're trying to keep terrorists upon. It's like, you know, you, you've got to know what's going to happen, because even if, you know, it only takes a small handful of people, and that's all it was, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, to go, fuck that. I'm, a, I'm an American, you know, and like literally everyone they said, I saw a great report by Robert Moore on ITV and he was asking a few people, he was like, what does storming the building do? And all of them said the same thing. They went, we're good law-abiding citizens, we're good, you know, taxpaying law-abiding citizens and, and we were driven to this by the left. And he was like, okay, but what does storming the building do? They don't know. They're just acting. Yeah, they're just acting, but the thing is, I, I would then, I, I would say the same thing about them as I say about, like, when you get a suicide bomber or anyone who's extreme, they don't actually believe in what they're espousing or what they claim to be fighting for. They're just people that want to fuck shit up. Um, yeah. I wouldn't even say they're necessarily Trump supporters. They probably do support him, but that's no, not but why when they stormed you're... the Capitol last night. They stormed the Capitol because they wanted to storm the Capitol. There's a lot and of Trump demographic. out there. And, like, if every Trump supporter had gone and stormed the Capitol last night, I'd probably agree with you that it's Trump fanatics and that he has a certain level of responsibility. But I think those people were just looking for an excuse to blow up and Donald Trump gave it to them. Um, I said to you last night when it, or when it happened, and I truly believe this, if Trump had have come out in November and said, you know what, we fought a good race, we got the highest turnout of, of voters in, in such a long time, and we really gave it a shot, but you know what, we lost. Good luck to, to President-elect Joe Biden. This wouldn't have happened, and I strongly believe that. You very well could be right, but again, I would still say I don't think that necessarily disproves my thoughts that these people aren't really Trump supporters, they're just nutters that are looking for an excuse to get but their Equally then, let's look at, let's like make a comparison to football. You know, in, in for example, when you're making a, a tackle in the box or something, hmm. and you're challenging for the ball, you know, don't put your arms on the bloke, because as soon as you put your arms on the bloke, even if you've done nothing wrong... You're giving the referee an excuse. You're giving the yeah. You're giving him an excuse to go down, and you're giving the referee an excuse to make a decision. It's like it's 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 sort of like that with the with the Trump thing. Is is he knows that some of his hardcore supporters are fanatics, whether they're actually his supporters or whether they just want to scrap, like you say. And I think like you, they just want to make trouble. But whatever they are, currently they're aligned to him. So you've got to make sure that you don't give anyone an excuse to do anything like that. No, 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 absolutely, he shouldn't have, it, it smacks of desperation and patheticness that since losing 
the election, all he's done is said, and even afterwards, so this morning, when he's accepted the result of um, the Senate ratifying the election, he still said, I don't agree with the result. So he's still not learnt from what's happened last night. No, no, and it's dangerous. And we've, we said years ago how dangerous it was, and it's, it's, it's just starting to come to fruition. And it's always been, I know it's always been happening, but you know, the, the, there were, the politicians were still inside, the senators were still inside the building. Yeah. But I do wonder yeah. what the end goal was for those people. So were they going to shoot people? Like what, what was the, what was well, the aim? That's the other like, thing. I, I said, asked them. What, yeah, no, and they didn't know, they don't know. You know. Book is, but, um, but it ended you know, up with someone dying. But I remember saying to you, though, how much worse would it have been in terms of fatalities and casualties if it had been a Black Lives Matter protest? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it was uh, black people with guns taking the capital, we both know. The fact is, well, there was, there's a great... people without guns taking the capital, we know how that would have ended up. There's a great shot of the guy. I mean, there was, there was a couple of guys that did, but there's a great shot of a guy sitting in the chair of the speaker, um you know, with his phone and shouting into the mic going, you know, Trump won the election, Trump won the election. And you're like, can we just say what it is? You know, it's called a spade a spade. A black man would have never got that far. He'd have been shot at the door. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He'd have been yeah. rushed and, I mean, it's just, well, not right. I suppose they were overwhelmed, but yeah, no, it's, and the I'd national mayor. I'd love to say that's not true, but unfortunately, it is. And make of this, make of this what you will. You know, they knew there were going to be, there was rumblings of that there were going to be a lot of people turning up to try and stop the, the hearing because Trump, the other thing Trump had done is he'd implied that they weren't just meeting to certify the vote, that basically that the Senate had the power to overturn it if they voted it down. Okay, yeah. Which is and that's not well, something, it's all a formality, this meeting. Yeah. They don't actually have, it's sort of like the Queen in our country, they don't actually have any power in that situation. No, no. The decision But Trump had, made. Trump had heavily implied, and he may have even said it, I've got no evidence that, so I'm not saying that, but he definitely heavily implied that they could overturn the decision. They knew there was going to be a lot of people turning up, and the mayor of Capitol Hill, the, the district, he actually called yesterday, the day before, he made a request for the National Guard to be sent in. Yeah. And it was, and it was denied. So so make it that way, he, he did want what happened yesterday. It seems it. Part of me, it I certainly mean, seems it. I mean, I said when he lost, I, I'm pretty certain he's going to run again in four years' time, or even less, it'll be less than that, the, that it all starts again. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he runs again. Yeah, it just, but the, you know, the country, it's not just him, all of the, all of the, Republicans who decided to ride his tailwind and the, the, the hype that he produced, but they're enabling him and they enable this danger. Well, I suppose there is this sort of image of America that it's all like, woohoo, we're American man, guns, tits, penny. Do you know what I mean? Like, and Trump yeah. screams from the rooftops. So, also, there's no other. Like, I might be. Guns, tits, penny. <laughs> I might be wrong, but I can't picture in my mind and maybe I'm just this is just me being really hard on the Americans because of what happened the other night but I can't think of a single country in the world that chants their own name yeah, outside of like sporting occasions 
Yeah, but to be fair to them, it sort of works like USA. Yeah, it's like, got a nice rhythm to it. Yeah, yeah. where you can't go, un, go, look, it's a set of hands. Well, shit. we do at football. We're but, you know, what about, <laughs> what about, you know, Great Britain or Panama or, you know, there's loads of like three syllable, triple syllabic. <laughs> I'm not, I'm quite the opposite. I'm saying Panama, uh, I mean, they're, they're dodgy as fuck in terms of, you know, all their all the money stuff that we know came out like in 10 15 years ago but listen they're cool they gave us a hat it's a cool hat and they don't chant their own name or storm their own buildings and if they do it's because there's a genuine threat to democracy not some nuthead who's just gone i don't like losing orange (laughs) no but uh yeah i mean like we we entirely condemn it as does but this is the thing as do most people and trump's come out and said don't be violent but at the same time like do you remember the tweets during the black lives matter stuff and he was properly condemning them yeah, yeah absolutely it was black and it was like <laughs> and it was like exactly exactly but it's like this is an attack on democracy itself and you're like yeah. no you know they were right to protest the they shouldn't have done it violently but like you look at the houses of parliament there's no fucking way any group of people are getting in there. There's men with guns, there's fences, there's barricades. Oh, well, this is the thing. Like, but, uh, there's a story, and I, I'm, I, I'm not that clued up on it, so don't like start quoting me on it. This is one of those weird things that I sort of know, but I don't know how I know it or where I know it. But someone got into the Houses of Parliament and uh, managed to get hold of, because there was like, they did have some weaponry, in the Houses of Parliament, and yeah. someone, and the, but the weaponry was like mace, and someone got hold of mace, and mace, like a, a, someone from the public got in and maced a politician, and there was this huge uproar of people going, why have we got mace in the Houses of Parliament? It's the Houses of Parliament, there shouldn't be anything like that in there. <laughs> These guys are guns, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's a different culture, it's a different country, but, you know, you have to go back to the days of the, 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 the English Civil War and the Revolution and, and Cromwell coming in before we even went Right, one thing is, I know we all carry guns and we all have swords and that, but that stays outside. Yeah. yeah, when we're in here, there is no room for that. Yeah, although I, I watched a funny bit, it's completely off topic, but because you, you mentioned the swords having to be in another room, there was a video of this guy going around London breaking ancient laws that are still valid today. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. One of them is bearing arms in the Houses of Parliament and wearing armour, like you're not allowed to wear armour. But he managed to get into Parliament wearing armour and carrying a fake sword. Um, I am. And the guards at the front were like, we've never had this happen before. We don't know what to do. And like, they checked the swords and obviously it was foam and fake and whatever. And they were just like, well, yeah, he's just a bit of a weirdo. Let him in. Like, <laughs> and like the yeah, punishment um, is death still. Like the punishment for that crime is still con- death. Yeah, it would just never be executed. It would just be yeah. a... But yeah, mad. No, but, it's, but yeah. it is mad. Um but it's a weird, it's a weird time, man. And, and I mean, we're, we're like not even a week in at this point. Well, I suppose at this point, if you guys are listening to us, we're a week or two weeks in. But yeah, right, I, what does the rest of 2021 have? I think, to be honest, the saddest thing for me with COVID is how much more it's made me dislike people in general or like the general public. Like it's got to a point where like if you go to a road crossing and it happens nearly every time I go to one now, 
there will be some fucker on the other side that will refuse to press the button to cross and will wait for you to do it. So they're fine for you. Yeah, to I've seen that. Life. I've been that. And, and it's like, is this what we've come to? Like genuinely, like this. You know what? Just, this just romantic and pathetic. Going back to the the stormings and that, it's just occurred to me that it's it's we're sort of living in a world a little bit like. Um, so one of the dystopian novels of the age of the 20th century was Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Yeah. And in it, one of the things about sort of controlling the populace was that um, in terms of information, the idea that there was such an overload of information, true and false, that no one knew what was real. Yeah. And that's eerily accurate to what's happened today in terms of social media and the way that it is so easy to spread anything so people with no verification. People just, but people aren't disengaging. They're, they're just taking it up and running with it. And you've got, you know, people who believe that the earth is flat and won't take any other answer for it. People who don't believe in vaccines, people who die like, and I'm not saying this, they didn't exist before the age mm. of the internet and social media, but they certainly didn't have such a presence as they do now. No, definitely. I, th I think the internet in general has given a platform to the fringes of society and they've now grown in size. But I still like to believe that in general, en masse, the majority of us can still see sense and reason. Um, yeah, but I, I, I have to say... Oh, please. No, no, it's all right. No, it sort of plays into a lot of stuff I've been looking into recently. Someone uh, told me to have a look at Sam Harris. Um, and I don't know if you know who he is. He's an intellectual and he's uh, like a foremost expert on sort of pretty much ah, of one of us, one of us, absolutely. One of our people. He very much is. He, he says a lot of controversial stuff, mainly about Islam, and basically that he's convinced in a lot of ways that Islam could conceivably try and take over the world, um, and that we should be essentially afraid of a particular type of Muslims, who, you know, you're, you're extremists and stuff like that. And you should, just, just as a precursor, by the way, I just want to throw out there, you should be afraid and, uh, of all extremists. Treat them all the same. Yeah, yeah, quite. Um, but, yeah. But one of the things I was sort of having a debate with someone about was in terms of... I said, well, I, I wouldn't be afraid of Islam more than any other religion because Christianity and Catholicism was just as extreme and violent as Islam. Yeah, you know what But as a society is allowed to develop and have free ideas, those things change. I mean, Catholicism is adapting. The Pope is, the, the current Pope anyway, is a bit more progressive. And I'd like to think if we stopped bombing the Middle East and allowed them to have their own free societies i might stop hating us us as much and develop and change as we have um so i put, so i think it's that sort of argument i think the more you know what that makes more me... you know people free will yeah you're always going to have extremists you're not going to eliminate that but i'd like to believe our mass people will still see sense and reason you said that made me think of one of my favorite jokes it's not one that makes me laugh every time it's not one of those jokes that you laugh at but it's one of those ones that you go that is brilliant. Well done. Um, and it's, it's Louis C.K. And I know, you know, he's very controversial at the moment. Well, he's always controversial, but you know, no more. So in the last couple of years, but he did a joke and he went, yeah, yeah, I know. I like all religious. I like all religions and whatever. I'm, you know, talking about how he's going to raise a kid and whatever. He's like, but you know, let's face it, Christianity won. And everyone laughs. And he's like, well, it's, it's true. Christianity won. Yeah. And they're like, and they're like, oh, so you don't believe me? Let me ask you this. What year is it? 
And I was just like, that. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> no, it's very clever. Yeah, no, that, that was quite good. But anyway, yeah, that was like a completely tangential thing. Uh, yeah, I think all except, but I think I personally, I've, I've sort of like reached a point and I've been edging towards it over the last like six months to a year. Like I would definitely say the pandemic kind of edged me towards it or began my journey edging towards it where I just don't endorse social media anymore. And I am making a, an, an active, and this is a very new thing, by the way, and I'm making a very active a, a pledge to be actively conscious of, of using social media less and less to the point that in the coming months or years, however long it takes, I will only be on social media as a presence for the pod. That's fair enough. I think social media is fine as long as you know what you're getting out of it and what you use it for so i use it to keep an eye on certain celebrities i like to watch silly videos yeah i think um, it's i don't use it as a source of information <coughs> i think for me my relationship with social media is probably exactly what it should be it's a recreational place and one for like you say a presence for the pod um, i think for me it's 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 not that i don't see the purpose of it as useful but I, th I don't endorse it anymore because i think it's grown you know it's always been unregulated but it's grown to the point where it's actually now and we've seen you know physical proof of that last night in the storming of the capitol building for fuck's sake that it is it is a danger it is a danger to people it's a danger to dem democracy it's a, it's it's a danger to to you know everyone physical harm can be done through spreading information on social media i mean Physical harm is being done. The pandemic wouldn't be nearly as bad if there wasn't as much misinformation floating around, oh, being shared around as it no, is no, on no, social media. I absolutely agree with you. I do agree on that. Um, but then I think that's where you've got to have more accountability. I don't think you should be allowed to hide behind anonymity. And I think there should be some sort of system in place where there's actual fact-checking involved and you can't just post whatever you want. So, no, I do agree with that. Yeah, no, and, and, and anyway, that, that, that's just my sort of side thing. And I think, and notice how I did it. I said that I'm going to actively try and reduce. I can't make any promises. I can't put a date on it. All I'm going to do is try. Whereas someone like the politicians of today, like you look at Boris or something, would have just come out and gone, I will never use social media again. Completely wholeheartedly committed. And then later that day, using social media and going, actually, I think you misinterpreted what I was saying. <laughs> Like just to tell you, the, just to illustrate the point that we're at with with the world and and politics in particular. But also, Absolutely. guys, um, happy new year! Happy new year! <laughs> Yay! Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one is going to be the and this is our is what second year we're coming up on our two year anniversary. Yeah. In a few months, I mean, not just yet, but. So we've been going, it feels like we've been going longer. I know for you guys, it probably feels like we've been going forever. Too long, perhaps. No, I don't think so. I, like when, I, what I'm always pleased to see is that obviously when we stop uh, recording like we did over the Christmas period, you do see the numbers tail off a little bit. But as soon as we start posting regularly again, the numbers pick up to a steady level. And I always find that quite encouraging. Encouraging. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. But, um, you know, I don't want to say enjoy it. Endure it. Let's endure 2021 together. I think what I will say to people is what I say to people every, about in general is just be nice to each other. And nice yeah, always. I know. Yeah, you're um, definitely you know, just we're all having a shit 
year, two years, three, however long this goes on for. Let's just try and be understanding and nice to each other. That's all I would say. Always, and always stretch first. Yes, that always helps. A good stretching always helps. <laughs> and, and on that note, um, I think that's... A crossing good source is stretch there. first, yeah. Yeah, crossing sword, stretch. <laughs> <laughs> But guys, as always, you can find us on all the socials. Uh, it'll be somewhere along here, there, there. We, we don't know. No one there, knows. There. Who um, knows? <laughs> it's uh, at Swords Crossing on Twitter, uh, at Crossing Swords on Facebook, and at Crossing Swords underscore podcast on Insta. And we have an email address, which is Crossing Swords one nine at gmail.com. Can I just say, by the way, I I am um, genuinely. Because of how much you fucked it up when we first started doing the pod, uh, I'm whenever we have a bit of a break in recording, I always expect you to fuck it up again. <laughs> I always expect you yeah. to go back to it and be like, "It's at no, 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 it's at cross it, no, <laughs> at, at store, no, someone else do it." <laughs> Jake, you take over. I'm done. <laughs> you take over. <laughs> Just run off crying. Well, kudos, my man, in 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 continuing your good form. As you know, I aim to please. I know, and do you know what? I would say 80% of the time you deliver. At and least. what? I'll take 80%. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better conversion rate than most. <laughs> and do you know what? It's not just a better conversion rate. Rate, it's a better ending. Um, it's always a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's 80% of the time it's a happy ending. Uh, no, for me, <laughs> Much it's like always the pod. a happy ending. <laughs> so you're even happy when you're crying. <laughs> Always, always happy when I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story altogether. We can talk about that in yeah, episode well, 69. Episode, episode different. And guys, tell us, you know, that is coming up. Tell us your funny stories. Tell us them anonymously. Tell us some your friend of a friend. Yeah, we want some funny sex stories, guys. We want sex stories, guys. We want sex stories. We want we some want mank fodder. I want to hear about what happened when you were listening to some Marvin Gaye. I want to be sitting here preparing for the pod, knocking one out, reading your stories. That's the truth. That's the whole truth. We just want some free porn. That's all it is. <laughs> we just want free porn. That's all we want. We will not pay for porn and crossing swords. I will we get our listeners to give it to us for free. free. <laughs> that should have been Labour's pledge. Maybe they'd have won the general election. Free porn for all. That's the name of the episode, isn't it? I would storm Parliament for, free, for some free I would storm Parliament for free porn. <laughs> And on that note, I agree. Guys, I agree. We will see you next time. Stay safe and love you, lads. Peace out, guys.